As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. Hey, and welcome to another episode of Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter podcast, here to create joy and share our love for all things Disney. Disney Assembled is sponsored by our patrons over on Patreon, Brenda, Danny, Connie, Andrew, Alexis, and Bill. Yes, thank you guys very much for sponsoring the show as patrons. You can join them. They have lots of fun. They're great people. Improve the quality of your life. Hang out with them, our patrons over on Patreon. Go to our website, DisneyAssembled.com, and look for the Become a Patron button. Just click there. Nice and easy, simple. And yeah, get that exclusive patron-only content. If you're looking for other really good podcasters, including us, uh, and Disney Parks music and uh, music and sounds and songs and all that great stuff, head on over to Magic of the Mouse Radio. Try them out. We're part of the Magic of the Mouse Radio family. You can hear our show every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. Again, you can find Magic of the Mouse Radio on most of your online, you know, radio apps, and that'd be cool. Or you can go to our website, DisneySymbol.com, and just click on the uh, Magic of the Mouse Radio logo. All right, <clears throat> we are actually recording this episode, Mimi. On um, Wednesday. Yeah, we are. We're Yay, recording middle of the week recording. Yeah, we're recording early because... You know, I'm going why. back to camp. So I'm a camp counselor. I mentioned this a lot. And usually when I'm going to camp, it's for a retreat for high schoolers. But this time I'm going for counselor training and I forgot about it until today. So we had to throw together an episode to record because tomorrow my brother has baseball. And then Friday, the school musical opens and I'm going to see that. So very excited. They're doing Dream Dream Girls. And if you don't know what that is, it's about, you know, the Dream Girls. It's yeah. it's 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 just really cool. I I love yeah, yeah, I love. I'm stuff. so excited. So we had to record earlier this week, and I'm actually battling a cold again. So my voice may be a little off. I apologize if my voice is a little off out there. But it's going to be a great episode. We've had lots of fun putting this one together. We'll tell everybody what it's about here in just a moment. But I believe we've got a brand new five star rating and review to share over on Apple yeah, Podcasts, right? Yeah, go ahead okay. and read it. So the title is Wonderful Show. I recently discovered Disney Assembled, and let me tell you, it is such a magnificent, <coughs> magnificent podcast. There's such a wonderful joy and passion from the host that exudes through episodes. I wish I had found them sooner. Anthony. Anthony. Anthony, I love you. Anthony, fantastic. We love <laughs> This that. is such a good review. It's like, so great. This is so well written. I just, I really enjoy this one. And you know it what I appreciate? Smile. I appreciate it. Anthony, you know, took the time, you know, after listening to the show and he clicked the five stars and he wrote a, a thoughtful, kind review and we really do appreciate it Anthony, it makes us feel great to know that Thank you're enjoying you, the show we're glad you're joining us now right it's not too it's never too late add a little extra joy in your life so fantastic anthony thanks for finding the show we hope you continue 
to listen. We hope yeah. you continue to enjoy it. All right. Five, high five for Anthony. All right. High five for five stars. All right. <clears throat> do you want well, to? Um, yes, want to I do want to what, tell people what we're talking what we're about. Doing this week. Yeah, this is going to be lots of fun. So we, in a rush to come up with an episode idea, came up with flying attractions. I don't know what the title of this episode is yet, but it's probably something about oh, you flying. You can fly. Yeah. Maybe. Peter Pan reference. You can fly, so to speak. So flying attractions... We came up with a list of 14, and then we took five from that list. Like, each of us took five, and then we ranked them in order. And we're going to go through, and we're going to talk about our ranking, but first we're going to list all of the attractions that were in the running, I guess, for our top five flying attractions. I think there's only, like, two that actually overlap in our lists yeah. out of the five. But there, like, were, there were 14 that we considered, yeah. right? And these are attractions from either Disney World in Florida... Any of the parks in Disneyland and California Adventure. Um, What constitutes a flying attraction, you may ask? A ride that actually flies, a ride that simulates flying, a ride in which the vehicle is supposed to fly. So let me tell you the list of 14 before we... Yeah, I think it'll make sense once they hear the list. Yeah, let me hear the list. Okay. Astro Orbiter, Flight of Passage, Dumbo the Flying Elephant, Peter Pan's Flight, Space Mountain, Barnstormer, Magic Carpets of Aladdin, Alien Sub... Alien Swirly Saucers, Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run, Mission Space, Soren, Star Tours, Rise of the Resistance, and Goofy Sky School. So all of those things kind of have like a flying element to them, except for Rise of the Resistance, but you battled for that one. Yeah, so. I did battle for that one. We'll talk about that one maybe if it's on one of our lists. I apologize. If you hear me coughing a little bit in the background, I am really battling a cold big time, so I'm trying to fight these coughs. I'll do the best I can. I try to turn away and shove my face in a pillow or something so you don't hear <laughs> But um, I, I guess I could edit it out if I was really being industrious. But oh well. All right, but before we get in that fantastic conversation, let's have this week's Disney dad joke of the week. Oh, boy. Mimi, I really, really, really cannot stop watching Donald shorts on Disney Plus. Yeah. I think I'm addicted to quack. What? Oh, my God. You get it? Oh, my God. I think I'm addicted to quack. Oh my god. What? This is a family friendly show. It is a family friendly show. Quack. Oh my god. Okay. okay. What, you didn't think that one was good? That's a good one. Okay. All right. Well, you know, it's that PG. one was great. It's that... PG. No, it's not. It's PG. Okay. It's PG. It's quack. I thought it was funny. Yeah. So there you go. That's this week's Disney Dad Joke of the Week. I apologize if, you know, if it's not your cup of tea. You are welcome. If your young children suggest, don't know what we're talking about. Hey, listen, about. if you, if the joke isn't isn't your style, you are more than welcome to email us a Disney dad joke for us to consider using on the show. Please do that. No one is sending us recommendations. I wonder why. Well, because they just don't, I guess. Maybe and, just so And fantastic. I use so many of them. People send me some once in a while, but it's ones we've already used. So maybe yours we'll consider is just using it. absolutely so fantastic. That you, no one thinks they can top you. They keep that. Maybe that is true. Maybe, maybe that's true. So yeah, disneyassembled at gmail.com. You can shoot us an email with your own version of a dad joke. And we'll consider using it. If we haven't used it already and, you know, yeah, maybe we'll use it. You know? Okay, cool. All right, you want to get into Wait, I mean, you know what? This week, you know, our sponsorship with the Hook and Pan Seafood Company, you know, they contacted me again. It's been ex- extended. It's been extended. It's been extended a week. So, <clears throat> you know, let's, let's, let's run this week's ad. Ready? Okay. Hey, yeah. Hey, Mimi. Mm-mm-mm. This this fish we're having for dinner tonight is fantastic. 
Yeah. This is the freshest It's really fish. scrumptious. It is the freshest it's fish. It's absolutely delectable. We've had ever. I mean, where where did we get this fish from? I don't I'm not, I'm not sure. Maybe hand, check, hand check me, the label. Hand me the label on the package. Yeah, get it out of the label. garbage can, okay? All right. Thank you. Let's see. Let's see the hook and pan seafood company. Of course. Of course it's the hook and pan seafood. Company. It's the freshest seafood you can buy. The hook and pan seafood. No one wants Bad seafood. There's no. nothing worse. There's nothing worse. I mean, than you're bad on a seafood. date, or you're out with your wife, or you're out with the family, and you go to a seafood restaurant, and they serve that that it's not fresh. Like you know, when you got food poisoning right, two years know, ago, when we, when you and mom got food poisoning right, right. in Galveston. Listen, sometimes you go to these restaurants, and they should just put a sign up that says "Long time no swim." Right, <laughs> long time no swim because Don't that seafood eat here. It's, now look, not only the seafood has been sitting there forever. But it's been frozen. You don't want frozen seafood. You want fresh seafood. I mean, look, I grew up in New Orleans. I grew up around the Gulf Coast. I know fresh seafood. It is a huge difference between that frozen stuff and fresh seafood. You want the best. So if you want great seafood, if you want to serve a fantastic meal, get your seafood from the Hook and Pan Seafood Company. If it was up to SME, I would always buy my seafood from the Hook and Pan seafood company you can fly fish all day and never land fish that fresh yeah that's right hook and pan seafood company at a a store near you of course if you can't find the actual hook and pan seafood in your store you can get the hook and pan seafood company merchandise which we are exclusive sellers of the disney assembled merch store so go to our website disneyassembled.com and click on the store link and you can get your Hook and Pan Seafood Company merch there. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Hook and Pan. Cool. Keep it going. Ooh, fresh seafood. You got to have that. You got to have that fresh seafood. All right. Okay. Now for the flying sponsors. Now we're paying the bills. Now we're going into flying attractions. Let's do this. Let's go five to one because we did do an order of preference, yep. right? Yes. And you go one and I go one. And so we will say the name of the one and okay. sort of explain your reasoning. Why, okay. why it made your list. Because there's. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Why don't you go first? Okay. All right. Number so, five for you. Number five for me is kind of an out of the ballpark. Is that, did I use that right? I definitely did not. It's kind of, out of no, out of the park. Out of left field? Out, yeah. Kind of, I don't know baseball. I don't it's care about baseball. It's an unusual choice. Yeah. It's when definitely. Someone may not have expected. Yeah, definitely, definitely a, um, an odd choice. But I get a lot of enjoyment on this ride. I don't care if it's for six-year-olds. The Alien Swirling Saucers in... Toy Story Land in Hollywood Studios is so much fun, and it made my list because it was the first ride. No, it was the second ride that we rode walking into Disney World for like the first time in years. And I rode it with Papa. We was it was a walk on, and I just I enjoyed it. I like rides like that where you like spin around a lot. There's one at the rodeo that goes a lot faster than that, but um, I just really enjoyed it. I know it's kind of a kiddie ride, but it does mimic flying because you're like in a saucer and like saucers fly. And um, yeah, yeah, kind of a hidden gem. We did I did have a lot of fun on that ride. Yeah, I think it's kind of a hidden gem for people who just like want to break from Disney, but still want to keep riding right. the rides. Right. And if you haven't been on that ride, if you've been to Disney California Adventure, it, it's essentially Mater's Junkyard Jamboree, yeah. but it's with alien Like it's saucers. definitely a, a kiddie ride for sure, but it's also, it's, I think it's kind of a hidden gem. It's kind of underrated. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's a simple ride. It's lots of fun. So yeah, number five on your list. Simple does not saucer. always equal bad. That's true. That is true. Sometimes simple equals the best. Exactly. All right. Good. All right. Number five for me is one, I don't know if it made your list or not, but and it gets, it's either hit or miss with some people. Some people really 
are down on it and some people are they're okay with it. I don't know if anyone loves this ride, but I, I actually enjoyed it. And that was Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run. I just think getting into the Millennium Falcon, all the 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 queue and the pre-show and all the stuff you get to see and or you're a Star Wars fan. I mean, this is really exciting. Yes, the actual ride itself, you know, you kind of have to be the pilot, you know, for it to be a little bit more exciting. And I think most people would agree, I wish there was more than one adventure you could go on, kind of like Star Tours, the adventure changes from time to time, right? But I, I, look, I actually like Smuggler's Run. I think it's a, it's a, it's a fun ride. I wouldn't wait forever for it. But, you know, given the 14 attractions we were considering, I think it fit perfectly on my list at number five. I think it's a lot of fun. I, I enjoy it. So, there you go. It didn't, it didn't make my list. So I can, so can I give my opinion? Can I give my piece on Absolutely. it? Is that okay? That's why we're here. We're having a conversation. So Smuggler's Run is a fantastic experience. I think the experience of being on Smuggler's Run and then actually like the idea of being able to fly the Millennium Falcon and like walking in front of the Millennium Falcon to get in the queue, like that is a really intimate moment for a lot of people that connect with Star Wars. And it's just, it's one of those things that's iconic. However, the ride itself, I feel definitely lacks because I've said this before, I want to be able to enjoy the ride and like really take in all of the details of what's happening. I don't want to be focused on pressing a button or doing a task. I want to be taking in the ride. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but I kind of like the video game aspect of it. I do think there's a place for that, but I don't think it needs to be in a ride attraction. Like I think you could make it make that a separate thing, but I don't I don't know. Yeah, and, and if the line wasn't very long to wait in, then it makes it even better. Right. right. I think you could definitely have done a flight of passage type thing with Smuggler's Run, and it would have been just fine. Yeah, because you're like a passenger, maybe. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I, um, I guess I can go either way on it, but that's my number know, five maybe, is Smuggler's Run is my yeah. number five. Maybe I just didn't enjoy it because we waited 70 minutes for it. We I would wait not wait time. 70 yeah, minutes for it. We wouldn't wait that it. long again, but. If it's like a 40 minute ride, maybe I would enjoy it a little bit more. All right. Okay. Number four for you. Let's go to the next. All next right. one. Number, number four, four Dumbo, the Flying Elephant. It's a classic. You can't beat it. It is also kind of basic, a little bit simple, but again, classic can't beat it. So much fun. It always has been fun. Even since I was like little, little bitty. And like smugglers run, it's an attraction that you find in both California and in Florida. It almost made my list. Mm-hmm. I, I think the nostalgic aspect of Dumbo, the flying elephant really hits hard. Um, you and your brother are both really grown now. So those types of attractions aren't the ones that we're drawn to, but when you were little, I mean, you rode that Dumbo a lot, mm-hmm. right? So I can understand why it's on your list. Certainly, I don't dislike Dumbo. It didn't make my list, but it would have. If we would have had maybe six or seven, I would have probably I think something down. something about the gravity of this ride to the point where they needed to add a second entire, like, physical, like, I don't even know. Well, unit. there's so many people that want to ride it in Florida. Right. There's just so much, yeah. there's so much necessity or need. They add another unit. Demand. Says enough. Demand is there for it. Yeah. 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 Cool. All right. So that's your number four. My number four is one that I don't know. I I watch people. I can take it or leave it, but I like it maybe a little bit more than Smuggler's Run. Maybe I should have put Smuggler's Run number four and this one number five, but it doesn't matter. They're kind of interchangeable. And for me, it's Space Mountain. I don't dislike Space Mountain, but I don't love Space Mountain. I think it's okay. I think it's a, it's, I think it's really cool that you're simulating being in a rocket ship that it's dark, they feel like right. you're in space, so to speak. But um, yeah, Space Mountain, you know, it's a classic roller coaster. It's on both coasts as well. So I don't know. I thought I'd slip it in there. I, again, looking at the list of 14 attractions, 
I couldn't find one I liked. I mean, I, I didn't see one that I would put ahead of Space Mountain, other than the three that I have ahead of Space Mountain, right? <laughs> but I, I, Space Mountain was better than the other ones in my mind. So, right. so I had Space Mountain at number four. And, yeah. And I'm, uh, I'm, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Yeah, cool. All no right. comment? No, no comment. All right, number three for you. We have the same number three. So I think we can go together. You want to go together? Yeah. Okay. We both have Peter Pl- Peter Pan's Flight at number three. Yeah, you had a number three and I did too. Look at that. I think Peter Pan's Flight is obviously a very, po- it's obviously a very popular attraction and I see the reason why. There's nothing like it in Disney. It's because something about being in the dark ride, but also like flying in the boat and the pixie dust and the cast member, like everything about it is just so special, I think. And unlike anything else that disney has to offer because it's not like a flight simulator that's not what it is but it's also not it's a dark ride that's got its own little like quirk to it like it's a great ride there's so much so much nostalgia surrounding it here's why i think it's so popular it's very popular because people are there with kids right kids are like ah if you're gonna ride a dark ride in fantasy land of all the dark rides in fantasy land this is the one in my mind, is the most thrilling, so to speak. Right. Because you're on the little ship. They sprinkle the pixie dust, the bar lowers, flying. and then you are, quote, flying over London. Right. And when you're little, that's oh, it a, feels I mean, so you real. feel like you're, oh, it feels you're, so you're, real. It, there's a moment there where you're like, oh, my goodness, you know, how high up am I? Am I really flying? I mean, it's really, really interesting no yeah when you're when you get older you're you're obviously your viewpoint of it changes a little bit but i still enjoy peter pan's flight tremendously because i just think it's even though it's a very short ride and you're waiting way too long for what you're riding it is i don't know i think the feeling of flying in that ship over london and through neverland is really really magical and i think it deserves to be high on the list for sure yeah. Right. And again, as far as dark rides go, it's, it's got a little bit of a, it's not scary, but there's a moment where you're no longer on the ground. Right. And when you're little, it feels it, it can be real. a little nerve wracking. Yeah. I mean, the little kids who get on it for the first time who don't realize that it's, you know, hanging from the ceiling and being Or even realize track. like how high up they are, because like right. now that I'm older. I look down like, oh, like I can probably like stand there. I don't think it's, like, it's probably about, you're probably about eight to 15 feet off the ground. I don't think points. you're, I don't think you're ever 15 feet up. I think that's, I think that's a yeah. stretch, we'll but like, maybe somebody knows since the emails. lighting in there has, has recently been a lot lighter, you can kind of see the stairs and it's like right. six stairs up and it's like, okay, well like who's like six stairs tall is like, you know, slightly right. taller than me. Like it's not as high up as you think it is. Right. So we both have two left. And so, yeah, number three for both of us was Peter Pan's flight. So why don't you go at number two and then I'll go with number two. What's your second one? My second one is Space Mountain. And you had it number four and you said you could take it or leave it, which I think is such a hot take because Space Mountain is so much fun in Disney World. Like, I know you don't you don't really enjoy like the whole like maybe I'll fall off. Maybe I won't kind of thing. But like space writing Space Mountain in Florida was one of the most like enjoyable experiences i had the entire trip like i love seven doors mind train and it very quickly became my favorite ride but space mountain i walked out of i walked off of it in florida and i was like oh that was the best ride we went on today like with the exception of flight of passage like that's the best one because like you don't really know if you're gonna hit your head or not and you don't know where you're gonna turn and it's unpredictable and the ride it's just faster and there's better music and it's just like 
it's one of the most thrilling experiences and I think it's so much fun. I love Space Mountain in Florida. Space Mountain in California also definitely has its place in my ranking. Um, it's a little bit more predictable because you just go up and you spin out. But I will say that the like launch mechanism in California is better like with the lights and it, just, it feels like you're like actually like climbing up whereas in florida you kind of go up and you're like zoom right right you like you go through mission control in florida so it's a different experience but i think the one with the lights is more um like mood setting i think more of the story space mountain number two for my flying attraction it's so much fun and if you even if you are like terrified that you might hit your head or your hands or fall out or something do it anyway but here's the deal if you keep your hands inside the vehicle and you don't stand up <laughs> You're not going to fall out. You're not going to hit your head. And you're not going to hit your hands. It'd be great. Here's a little fun fact I learned this week listening to another podcast. I believe it was on another podcast. The Barnstormer, mm-hmm. which didn't, you know, did not make my list. The Barnstormer is actually faster than Space Mountain. Is it really? Yeah. You're not going very fast on Space Mountain. It just feels like because you're in the dark. You're going faster on Thunder Mountain. You're going faster on um, Barnstormer. And it's just really, yeah, it feels because, it's, because you're, you're in the dark, you feel like you're going You're fast. in the dark and your moving, your movements are a lot more jagged. Because right. like on, on Big Thunder, it's like very predictable, like big turns, like kind of the Western style where Space Mountain, right. you're like glitching around essentially. Right. So yeah, the big thrill in Space Mountain is because of the dark. If they didn't have the dark, it wouldn't be nearly as thrilling. Of course, then you would know how high you are. Oh, absolutely so, not. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, Please go. do not ever tell me how high up I am on okay, that ride. Okay. All right. So that's your number two. Ready to move on? Because yes. we only have one left after this. You have we to do your number, number two. One. I have to do my number two. We both, and then we're going to get to our, our top, our favorite flying attraction. But my number two flying attraction is Soarin'. And either one, either Soarin' Around the World or Soarin' Around California. Actually, in California, they're getting ready to switch it over to Soarin', you know, around California. Wait, is that is, not? It just takes you through California. That is already what it is in No, it California. was Soarin' Around the World. And then they switched it to California. They're switching it to California for a brief amount of time right now. I thought it, wait, I thought it was California originally. And then they changed it to around the world and then they're changing it back. No, I don't think so. I I could be wrong. I don't don't pay that much. We're not really a Disney news podcast. There was Disney news that happened this week. Also, we don't follow Soren that closely. Right. So yeah, Soren was, is my number two. I enjoy Soren. At first, I didn't think I would like Soren very much and we did it. And I kind of enjoyed it. I like the smells. I like the big screens. You know, most of the ride is very peaceful and enjoyable. I mean, actually, the whole thing is enjoyable, but some of it's very peaceful and relaxing. And I don't know. I like the pre-show with, you know, what's his name? The guy from Lemony Snicket. The guy from, yeah, he's on, he was on Seinfeld. And it, uh, oh, the yeah, difference in our generation is good. astounding. Yeah. So Soren, you I, Soren, said, I'm sorry, can we just take a second? Yeah, yeah. You said guy from Seinfeld and yeah. I said the guy from Series of Unfortunate Events. Yeah, he's this, in both of them. We are not the same. Yeah, he played the tick also and I showed the tick. <laughs> this is yeah, really funny. So Soren is my number two. Soren ranked. did not make my list. I saw that and I, was, I wasn't completely surprised because I, I know you're sort of, if, you know. I enjoy Soren. Soren freaks me out because if you're in the front and you're, if you're in the first row, like, you know how high up you are and you're just dangling and that scares me. Like, I don't, yeah. you can take me high. Just don't tell me how high up I am. Right. You know? Yeah. Also, if you're not in the middle, if you're not like in the dead middle, the entire screen looks warped. And I don't like the giant, I don't like the big jump scare. Well, if you know it's coming, just close your eyes for a second. But like, and it gets really loud and like, I just 
loud is not my thing, as we have learned. Yeah, well. Soarin' is good. It's like a good Soarin. ride. I will always go on it. I'll yeah, just be like really it. freaked out the entire time I'm on it. That's <laughs> okay. All right, I like Soarin'. That's my number two. All right, now we're getting ready to do our number one. This is our top-rated flying attraction. Before, Before we get we to that, it... Do yeah, we want to go through the list Yeah, count of down, the, count down your, your I thought we were going to... I was going to say we go through the honorable mentions that we, we didn't uh, talk about. The ones we didn't pick? Well, yes. they won't know which ones we don't pick until we tell oh, them our true. last one. Okay, so... so. Number five, I had aliens, whirling saucers. Yeah, saucers. Number four, I had Dumbo. Three, I had Peter Pan's flight. Number two, I had Space Mountain. And for number five, I had Millennium Falcon, Smothers Run. At four, Space Mountain. Number three for me was Peter Pan's flight. And number two was Soren. All right, here we go. Number one for Mimi. Number one flying attraction for Mimi is Flight of Passage. Everyone saw that coming. Wow. Flight of Passage is one of the most visually stunning rides I've ever been on. It's also, it's just a work of art. And I am the first one to appreciate art. Everything about it, down to the cue, down to the sounds, down to the smells, down to the like actual like feeling of the thing moving. Like everything about Flight of Passage is so thoroughly and beautifully executed. I can't do anything but like admire it for what it is. Also, like just the ride itself is kind of thrilling. Like when you're like, feel like you're going to fall over. That's exciting to me. I don't I don't really like knowing how high up I am with with that one for sure. But if you just don't look to the right or the left of you, you don't really know how high up you are. I don't so. think you're that high up on this one at all. I think you, you are. I think it just like, raised you up a few feet. And you're like dangle, but like the thing you're like you're dangling off of the edge and there's like a space between you and the screen. Yeah. And if you don't look at that, then it's not there, obviously. Right. Um I just like the queue is something that people don't talk about enough with Light of Passage and that makes me really upset because like like they made the little blue thing. I don't know what they're called because I haven't seen them. I've yet to see the movie. Is it the Navi? Oh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No, but they have like the blue one in the tank and the science lab. And then you go through my favorite part of the queue. It's like right after like where the bathroom is. And it's like this. It's like the weird like black light, like forest thing. Like it's. It's beautiful. Everything about Flight of Passage is amazing, and I love it. Yep. Yep. Number one. I had a feeling you'd pick Flight of, Pas- Flight of Passage. I know you talk about that one a lot. It did not make my list. It's not shocker. It's not my number one. I enjoyed it, but no, I, it's, I do. I didn't dislike it, but for the same reason, I didn't pick another one on this list because it's one of those motion simulator with the big screens. I, I it really messes with my equilibrium. I, I will ride Flight of Passage, but I just close my eyes to a lot of it, to be honest with you. But it's a smooth ride, unlike another one on this list that I didn't pick. It's yeah. not very smooth, which I didn't pick. So there you go. Flight of Passage for you, number so one. So did, did you pick it? No, I didn't pick it. I pick oh. a lot of things, but I didn't pick the ride that I didn't pick. All right. My number one flight attraction for Papa, number one is... Rise of the Resistance. Now that's not a flight ride. I'm going to argue that flight that, that Rise of Resistance is a flight attraction. You start by boarding the transport that simulates you being blasted off into space, and you get captured by a star cruiser. So essentially, while you're in your vehicle in the ride, you are in space in a spaceship that is flying. In space. And then at the end of the ride, when you jettison in the escape hatch, escape pod, you are flying back to the planet. So I I think Rise of Resistance qualifies as a flying 
attraction. Okay. And I think it is the best attraction in all of Disney World. And so not only does it make our list for the top flying attraction, it would probably make my list of the top three or four attractions total in Disney World. So I'm picking Rise of Resistance. It's definitely a, a, a great attraction. I'm not going to argue with that. Everything about it, like the entire experience is something that's that's really cool. And like just the complexity of the ride itself is is also really admirable. I'm going to argue that it's not a flight attraction because the entire experience is what, like 15 minutes? Like when you take out the weird wait time between your um, transport to you actually like boarding the ride vehicle, it's it's like 15 minutes. Right. And like maybe five of those 15 minutes are flight. Not even like the last part is like a minute. And so it's like, to me, I don't think enough, it constant, like, I don't think there's enough to make up for the flight thing, but I do see where you're coming from. I'm saying the whole thing is a flight attraction because you're on a star cruise that it's flying through space. Okay. So that's what fair enough. I'll give you that. So rise of resistance is my number one. So is there any, one that we didn't pick. Wait, do we want to go through the list really quick? We can go to the list. The you want to mention yeah. the ones we didn't? We I didn't want to go pick? through like our five and like. Okay, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's recap okay. our five. My five at number five, I had Alien Swirling Saucers. Number four, I had Dumbo. Number three, I had Peter Pan's Flight. Number two, I had Space Mountain. And number one, I had Flight of Passage and Pandora. Yeah. And for me, number five was Smuggler's Run. Number four, Space Mountain. Number three, Peter Pan's Flight. Number two, Soren. And number one, Rise of the Resistance. All right. Was there one that I did not pick that you were surprised that maybe you thought I was going to pick? Not particularly. I'm a little bit surprised you didn't mention um, Dumbo, but like you kind of talked about that right. in your list. But besides that, not really. You don't really like Mission Space or Astro Orbiter. So, no, and I, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, the ones we didn't pick, the ones that neither of us picked are like Astro Orbiter. Um, Barnstormer. I could have put Star Tours. I do really enjoy Star Tours. I cannot stand Star Tours. I think it's so much fun. I also could put Goofy Sky School, which is such a hot take, but I love the feeling of almost dying <laughs> so and the awkward jerks. It's like a free chiropractor appointment. I love Goofy Sky School. Yeah, and Mission Space. I, I, I haven't ridden. Well, I rode that attraction when it was Mission to Mars, not when it was Mission You're Space old. long time ago. And it was not the orange level, you know, vomit inducing space, Mission Space. It was like really basic. Is it really that bad? Do people really get that sick on Mission get, Space? It's one, I think it's the only attraction in all of Disney World that there is a barf bag in the thing for you. If Can you someone it. please message us on Instagram and like let me know what it's really like? Because if we go back this year, I do want to write it. I just need to know which one to ride. Right. I think, I think if you don't want to throw up, do the easy one. If you don't mind getting sick to your stomach, try the other one. That's what I've heard. Okay. Some people don't get sick. Some people legitimately don't get motion sick very easily. I do. Mm-hmm. So there's no chance. Right. I'm getting on that sucker. Okay. No chance at all. All right. So yeah, maybe our friends out there have a different opinion of what they think the best flying attraction is at Disney World. So how can they contact us, Mimi, to let us know their thoughts? So you guys can send us an email on, no, send us an email, disneyassembled.gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, all at Disney Assembled. But if you want to support the show further, feel free to check out 
our website, DisneySable.com. It has all the information for our Patreon, Vice Adult Web, T Public Store, YouTube, etc. Did I say Patreon? I definitely did say Patreon. Anyway, DisneySable.com. Make sure to check it out. Yeah, please do so. Uh, Subscribe to the YouTube channel. We'd love to get to that 100 subscriber mark really soon. That would be great. Uh, If you want to leave us a voice message, you can do that. At the bottom of the show notes, there's a link. Click that link. It'll take you to a place where you can talk into your phone and tell us all the things you love about the show. And also, just like Anthony did, we would love for you also to join that five-star rating and review club. It's simple. It's free. And we will give you a shout-out on the show. So go to that Apple podcast, click the five stars, and write a little kind review. And if your podcast player has the ability to rate and or review the show, we would really appreciate it if you would consider taking a moment to write a kind review and to leave us a really good rating. It really helps other people find the show and helps us spread some more joy. The world could use some more joy. So help us spread the joy by rating and reviewing the show. All right, Mimi. Yeah. Episode 106. 106. There we go. I'm fighting a cold. We got it done. We made it all the way through. Okay. Lots of fun. Good job this week. Nice topic. High five. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks a lot. We hope you enjoyed the show. And until next time, see see you real soon. soon.